Welcome to 10 Minutes of Truth with Pastor Jeremy Skinner. Today is April 6, 2020. For just a moment, I want you to think about last week. Last week, you were given 168 hours, just like every other week. It was deposited into your account, and it was yours to use however you want. So, the question is, how did you spend your time? What did you spend your time on? What was it that you gave your attention to? I think about these things, because especially right now, we got this uh, virus, this coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever you want to call it. And I tell you what it's doing. It's creating a lot of fear. It's creating a lot of distraction. It's occupying a ton of our time. And my guess is that many of us have spent a lot of time on the news, a lot of time on social media, watching, listening to our leaders and following their advice. But my question is this. Concerning all of the choices that you made last week with 168 hours that you have, how much of that time last week was committed to spiritual growth? How much time was committed to your spiritual life? And how much time was given to the things that distract us from life in the Spirit? In more than 20 years of pastoring, I'm convinced that many people who attend church are at the same time neglecting their spiritual well-being. They may read the Bible from time to time, and they may pray here and there, and they may go to church. But we all know that it takes more than Sunday morning to maintain a growing spiritual life. Therefore, I believe that there is a great need in the church, a great need for help, a great need for resources, a great need for encouragement other than Sundays. We need something that will help Christians grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. Now, I tell you, this uh, social distancing thing and closing down uh, large gatherings, I think that this is huge. I think that this is great. This is going to help us develop our spiritual lives and not be a people who just go to a church to be fed. Because if that's all we're going to do is feed and not exercise, we're just going to grow fat. If we're going to just be fed and not put it into practice, we're just going to become lazy. We're going to be expecting somebody else to do the work and then spoon feed it to us. That's not what we need. What we need is to learn how to feed ourselves. All across the nation, you have churches that are either plateaued or declining. And the reason, after more than 20 years, I'm convinced that it's a lack of attention given to our own personal spiritual lives. I also feel that many churches fail to offer what people need to grow. I mean, it's, it's like a numbers game today. Let's see how many people we can get in the church. Let's see how many people we can get to pray a prayer. Let's see how many people we can baptize. Now, these numbers excite us, or these numbers depress us. They make us feel like we're doing something, or they remind us that we need to do something. Granted, this is a two-sided issue between the church and the individual, but let's just say that if a church did have a process in place to help a guest become a believer, and then a member, and then a discipler. In other words, what if the church had an environment conducive to spiritual growth, to building relationships and service opportunities offered at a regular, uh, regular times? Then people will be more apt to stay and grow rather than get frustrated, bored, and quit or find some other church that does offer those things. If you talk to pastors today, they'll admit that this is a struggle, that they have identified this to be a struggle in their church, yet 
they continue on the same path and they don't do anything because they really don't know how to fix the problem. They don't do anything because change is uncomfortable for them and for the people. Change can be financially difficult. Change messes with our personal schedules. Or sometimes pastors will even say, you know, we've got all these things in place and you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. I tell you what, that type of attitude will eventually end in the death of the church. A better solution is to make the investment. To make the time investment, the financial investment, the relational investment, and to make a commitment to the Great Commission to build a great church. Now, what I'm submitting to you is that we all rally around this idea and support a plan that creates a process that will intentionally help people grow. It's not an easy investment. You're going to have to be serious about how you use your 168 hours every week and schedule those things that are most important. When we look at the scriptures, this is what we find. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 10. Paul says that his intent was that now, today, that now, through the church, through you, through me, through the church, through believers, that the manifold wisdom of God should be made known. Jesus said it like this, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Now we all know that neither of those things happen just because a person is saved and goes to church. Just because a person is saved, he's not going to make the manifold wisdom of God known. He's not just going to start discipling others. We're not going to go out and, and make disciples. No, something else has to happen first. Now, we could argue that with the uh, woman at the well, but that wouldn't be a good argument if you're not making disciples yourself. I mean, just saying. If you're going to have that argument, you better be doing it yourself. So, let me start again. We don't make disciples. We don't make the manifold wisdom of God known because why? Because we just don't know how or what to do. In other words, I'd like to know a little bit more first. I'd like to be prepared first. Believers in the Bible are identified by stages of physical life. A babe, an infant, a child, a young adult, and a parent. If a new believer never discovers or is never introduced to the tools of growth, they will remain an infant or a child for an indefinite period of time. And we know people like that. Sometimes they'll stay that way for a lifetime and never make a disciple. However, if there is a clear process, if there is a strategy, if there is an intentional effort being made by the church to teach them, then we can increase the chances of men and women learning, growing, serving, and making disciples. That's what this new series is about. That's what this next 10 minutes of truth will be about for the next several weeks. Five habits that every believer needs to develop. Five habits that every believer needs to practice. Five days per week, five hours per week is my challenge. We might call this five habits, five days, five hours. And you know what? That's not even 10% of your week. It's more like 3% of your week. But if you figure in some sleep time, you figure in some work time, that uh, five hours per week is closer to the 10% of your available hours that you're awake. Now, I don't want this uh, to be a ceiling that we stop at, but a floor to start from. So here's the habits we're going to look at over these next weeks. This week, we're going to look at prioritizing Jesus over everything. In other words, we're going to learn how to read our Bibles, and we're going to make a commitment to read our Bibles. If we want to get away from all this distraction of this coronavirus, then we need to get back to faith. We need to get back to God. So Bible intake is going to be uh, what we're going to look at this week. Number two, have regular conversations with Christ. So we're going to learn how to pray. 
Number three is going to be focus and respond to God. We're going to be taking a look at ministry. And then number four is maximizing ministry or learning to serve. We're going to teach you how to discover your spiritual gift. We're going to give you some tools for all of this stuff. And then number five is slow down to fast. We're going to talk about the subject of fasting and learn to fast. That's all we have time for today. But be sure to follow and subscribe to this podcast because these next couple of weeks, they're going to be uh, huge incentives to your spiritual growth. You subscribe, you follow, you'll get daily reminders and you won't miss an episode. However, if you do miss one, they'll be there for you when you have time. Now listen, you all have a great day. Thanks for listening and I appreciate your prayers. Join with me if you would. Father, thank you for your word, which is living, active, sharper than any two-edged sword. I thank you that we have it today. I pray that we would heed it today. So teach us, God, how to incorporate and prioritize Jesus over everything through our time in the Word. God, thank you for your Word. Thank you for this day. May we make the most of every moment that you give to us in Christ's name. Amen. This has been 10 Minutes of Truth with Pastor Jeremy Skinner. Y'all have a great day. Thanks for listening.